Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cap City Presents podcast. My name is Andy Remex Moreno, and I will be your host. Our show is dedicated to raising the voices of those that work in and around the music industry. Uh, I just want to start out by saying that I'm super excited for this interview. Uh, the year started out pretty pretty strong with some new releases, uh, album-wise. Uh, currently, if you ask me who's released the best albums of the year in the year of uh, 2021, then I'm, I'm going to say it's a toss-up between uh, Tamara Fek, uh, All Bets Are Off, and uh, Dark Time Sunshine with Lore. Uh, Dark Time Sunshine hasn't released an album since 2012, so uh, needless to say, it was a pretty big deal for the hip-hop world that the members uh, Zavala and Andre Osborne came back to create another perfect album. Uh, I'm super psyched to have Andre on the show because I've been listening to his music for a little over 10 years. He's been a staple to the Seattle music scene. Uh, what's up, Andre? How you doing? Good, good. How are you? Hey, doing awesome, man. Thanks I'm, for I'm, having me. Yeah, definitely. It's good to have you in, in Olympia. Like, this is sort of a shocker. I know we were planning uh, on doing this on Zoom. Yeah, it was... Uh... It was a coincidence. You were like, oh, yeah, hit me up. And then I was like, wait, I got to go to Olympia today. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it worked out good. Well, uh, I'm, I'm super thrilled to have you on the show, just mainly because, uh, you know, I was before this interview, I was trying to find other interviews with you. And, um, you know, you keep a pretty low key. You keep pretty under the radar. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame me, dog. Don't blame you. But um, thank you for, uh, again, coming here and for the release Lore, because it's it's a great album. It's fire. I thank appreciate you. it. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I do want to talk music, but um, first and foremost, I do want to ask you this simple question. Uh, are you a full-time musician? Uh, I was until the pandemic hit. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I was just wondering, uh, do you have any advice for people who are doing music full-time? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you just got to stick through the i mean there's big ups and there's big downs and the downs you got to stick through it i mean like anything else i guess you just you keep going and you'll figure something out you know to keep you going you'll always find a solution to the problem i think so if you're uh passionate enough about it and you have a good uh circle of people around you yeah word um so I want you to picture yourself one year ago today. So it would have been March of 2020. Mm-hmm. It would have been right as everything was shutting down. I want to know what was going on in your head during that time. Uh, I was going through, a, like, I was still just going through a, kind of like trauma and stuff from when my daughter being sick. Because, like, while she was sick, I didn't have time to really think about it. I had to be, like, her nurse and, like, it was just all I was in robot mode you know what I mean like a machine and then once she went into remission and everything then that's when all the problems started for me where I had to I just went into a deep depression and so I was still stuck in that whenever the pandemic came around as well for sure uh is your daughter doing well She's now doing I great. Know, yeah I know um, I me and my partner both donated to the GoFundMe and all that and I'm yeah, glad to really appreciate it yeah no doubt I mean I'm Everybody. glad to just see that did did that or even if you didn't and you just you know kept good positive thoughts towards her it helped tremendously so and um so around that time in march of 2020 were you taking the precautions of the virus seriously or did you think that this was going to pass like everybody else did i legit just didn't even i didn't know i was just like well this you know it's crazy and when things started shutting down and it just happened so quick i was just like but again I, i i still had my my head on i was on i was numb to everything so at that point i got you uh did you have to cancel many shows as a result of the coronavirus any tour stops or i think there was um something not tour we hadn't um i don't think there no we hadn't planned a tour 
to go on um, up until that point. But I feel like there was a show or two around that time that we had to cancel. I can't remember. And um, so as a result of everything shutting down and such, uh, have you done many live streams? Uh, two of them. Did two. one at High Dive uh, a few months into the pandemic. And then um, just about a few weeks ago, we did one um, for the dark time sunshine stuff just the entire album awesome how is it in comparison to you know rapping in front of a crowd or like performing in front of a crowd mm, it's a uh, it's like filming a video and i don't like filming videos i i mean i do it i have we have a lot of content in that regard but i'm not a fan of it i don't like being in front of the camera things of that nature so whenever you're doing the you know those kind of streams and stuff you're just in front of a camera and a few lights and you know so yeah i'm not I'm not a big fan of it. Are you a big fan of being in front of a crowd then? Because like it, what it sounds like is like you don't like to be in the spotlight. Oh, no. It's, yeah, I know. That's very contradictive because uh, I do this, you know. But, yeah, I, I get I get anxiety and things of that nature in front of a I enjoy doing shows and being in front of a crowd, but I, I'm not the most like, uh, I don't know, I don't jump around and I, I don't know how interactive I am with people if they if I come across that way. I'm told that I have a certain way of doing my stuff that works and that it's entertaining. Um, but yeah, when I, I mean, I definitely prefer a crowd <laughs> for sure over a few cameras and some lights. So, you know, something I always joke with people is that, uh, anxiety reminds me that I'm alive. Is that relative to, to you being uh, on stage? It, uh, reminds me that I might die any second. <laughs> that's <laughs> for what sure. it feels like whenever, I mean, that's, that's just like when a full pan attack, panic attack hits i guess but a little bit of anxiety it's whatever i'm not you know i think it's part of it some everybody probably experiences that feeling but they just uh channel it different you know they might not even call it anxiety you know right right we'll look for a word for that uh, feeling whatever that is so um you released a new album with zavala it's called lore uh what can you tell people about the project well uh, just right when um it was all written between i want to say may of last year of 2020 um and may june july august to about early september like right when um all this stuff started happening alex just kind of started sending me uh beats and stuff and it wasn't planned it wasn't like oh it's the pandemic we don't got am i allowed to cuss yeah yeah Uh, we don't got (laughs) we don't got shit to do let's make music it wasn't like that he just started sending me stuff and i was in a bad state of mind at the time and was kind of scared of uh because he was sending sending me really cool music i mean if you heard the album he was sending me that stuff and i was like i don't know if i want to write to this because where i'm at uh, my mindset at the time i'm like it's going to come out negative or sad and i didn't want to be like i didn't think anybody needed to hear stuff like that you know but it didn't. I was able to work it out. It was more therapeutic, and I was able to speak to what was going on. And it's not a pandemic album. I don't like it to be come across like that or be promoted that way. It just happened to happen during then. It speaks to a lot more than just what we were all going through this last year. So. Word. Um, how did you and Zavala link up? I know you're not from around the same parts. Yeah. Um. He was a. Uh, in Portland working on Sleep's album uh I think it was the Christopher album I think it might not 
I just happened to come to Portland to visit and Zavala was in town uh, working on a few tracks with Sleep and then um, we met. He was, uh, I heard one of the songs that he was working on and it was just like one of the best beats I had ever heard in my life. It was like what I always heard in my head, like, but couldn't articulate, you know, or mm -hmm. explain to somebody. So I told um, Sleep, I was like, yo, man, I need to get on that. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you can have a verse. And I got on it and we exchanged numbers. And once he got back to Chicago, I was like, just send me some stuff and think he sent me he sent me a beat and i recorded it and sent it back probably the next day just because i was feeling it so much and he was blown away by how quick it happened so we just kept doing that and the next thing you know we had like believe you me done hell yeah and um was a uh, dark time sunshine the first group to to release an album on fake four is that what i understand Very close yeah maybe i mean i know at least first two or three at least maybe the first though i don't know Okay. Very, we were definitely like right there at the beginning. And uh, I don't really want to spoil the whole album for everybody, but I do want to talk about some of my favorite tracks on here. Uh, right Kids really just sticks out to me because uh, you say uh, the wrong kids have been never the right kids, the bright kids. You know, I feel like anybody who, who grew up loving hip hop has had that feeling of being an outcast and such. What does that track mean to you in particular? It's just about all these kids that um i feel like at a young age you know like if you're a little awkward or weird you know you go through a lot of shit and um it can kind of dictate whether you you know if you can go and be like super successful and fucking invent something or you might be a mass murderer i mean it just <laughs> depends on it's just a fine line between it and i'm just it's just kind of me you know like you know watch what you say and watch you know just because people are different or whatever doesn't mean like you know that you should if they're not ab about what you're about doesn't mean that you just you know shut them off and be because that that sticks like something happens young and i know this from experience like you bury it and then it can surface like when you're 30 you know, or some you know and you you know and then you might have certain mannerisms and certain ways of treating certain situations your whole entire life that you didn't understand that was you know not, maybe something you're not proud of and then you realize like it has a lot to do with a certain situation when you were a kid or whatever you know so word um how did uh you uh, team up with rap ferreira and um and homeboy Sandman for that track how did I that just, come about once i i had he sent the beat and i dropped the hooks and the verses and i just knew i just heard them i heard them both and it was just like i hear them both like their voices and everything and plus i just know like the kind of topic it was about that they would both do it justice so sent it out to them uh rory automatically was like yeah i'm i'm in and then um salmon was really he was like i love the song but i'm, I'm i i don't i don't i don't think he was in the right state of mind to mess with it at the time and i was like got you and he's like so i'll send you something maybe or maybe i won't <laughs> kind of like yeah. that's just how angel is but um i knew it i was like watch i told zavala i go watch when we're about done with the album he'll send that verse and i bet you you know sure enough we were completely done and then i get a text saying i'm recording that verse tomorrow <laughs> i was like hell yeah 
a month and a half later probably word yeah so and uh you got a you got a music video coming out for it correct yeah it's this guy named sean johnson that directed it and it's just there's nothing i don't even, there's no way to explain it i've never seen anything like this visually tight and like all my video homie friends that i sent it to just were like what the f- fuck man like i've studied i know how everything goes down <laughs> yeah. whether animated or whatever and i don't i've never seen nothing like this like it's he he deserves an award if whatever kind of award could be for this shit so nice so that's a good segue because um yeah. i do want to talk about your other music videos uh, particularly amen i see a lot of faces that i recognize there mm-hmm. how was it shooting those videos it was fun it was cool i mean again i'm not a as much as i'm in the fucking camera i'm not i'm not a big fan of it um but it was cool i mean it can't i mean tim the guy my guy tim that i work with out of portland uh sound Labs, he's just very i i know that i can uh tell him what i want to do and when, when we shoot he's i can do stuff like um real sporadically and a- improvise and things of that nature off of the treatment you know and he just know, he always finds the right pieces of everything to put together you know so he just he kill he kills it that song was was you know the seven knots was about almost kind of how the pandemic and all that when that shit started but it was not about the pandemic it's just where i was kind of mentally and then like at a really low low and then it amen is kind of like the silver lining and i mean that's kind of how the entire album is if you you know for sure um i gotta know because you you've got a track with a hail mary milan on it uh Mm -hmm. poor pavel is this about somebody real or is this a fictional story or is this what's the story behind that it's just some rap shit to be honest and like right. the hook is like kind of an inside joke <laughs> to like an insight when we were in europe me and jay ohm were out there and it was just it was just this little insight there was a lot of kids named pavel out there <laughs> okay like and i was like everybody's name is pavel out here or whatever and then see like a little kid walking down the alleyway and he looked like he was lost and I, we were just like oh poor pavel but then poor pavel became like you know like uh too bad you can't you're not good at rapping or whatever you know it was just <laughs> yeah. it's just some dumb shit so For sure. when i sent that and the hook to bobby and an ace they were like what the fuck man <laughs> like what? you want us on this why and i was like trust me like, okay. well it worked yeah so, yeah you did good <laughs> i killed it poor Pablo. even though your mom's a model you walk these streets panhandling from a gold bottle call your mom's bro your dad's a deadbeat so it's up to you and us to be a man of the house can't you see see so others are attached to what we say in your pavel so others are attached to what we say in your pavel so others are attached to what we say in your pavel what are your opinions about uh, being signed to fake for like uh what what can you say about the label because i mean i'm i'm in the group as you are as well and like yeah it seems like a huge like a really big family and it's like a really awesome family to be a part of uh what are your opinions on 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 the label that's what you said just what you said it's like a family like real family like you don't feel like you're dealing with like executives and people of that nature you know you're dealing with people who have your best interest first right and that'll just you know i mean chesky chesky's just an incredible human being friend first i'm brother he's not a friend he's a brother but he just will facilitate your vision and not make you feel like 
it like it's a if it doesn't work out it's gonna be like a stress or something you know what i mean it's just he's done that from the beginning so yeah it's it's um incredible to work with fake four awesome yeah shout out chesky because yeah you're definitely a hero of mine exactly i was gonna say like if you know him i don't have to like explain it that's just how he the guy is Mm mm-hmm well, you're not in so much explaining it to me. You're explaining it for to the sure. listeners. No, 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 I, meant. I just <laughs> yeah, okay, whoever's right, listening right. that okay. knows him knows what I'm saying. For sure, for like, sure. I don't have to explain it much. So uh, I want to dig into this because uh, you're from Seattle. Well, I mean, you're originally from New, New Mexico, New right? New Mexico, yeah. Yeah, but you've, you've lived in Seattle for how long? Since 90, I want to say 98. Okay. Yeah. So uh, a while back, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the rapper Lil Mosey, but he was interviewed yep. on No Jumper. Mm-hmm. And when he was asked, like, who else is hot in Seattle? I'm glad you're asking me this. <laughs> I'm glad I'm asking you, too. Uh, he had responded, well, there's nobody that's hot in Seattle. Like, obviously, I'm the only one, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And, you know, like me being a, a hip-hop listener since, you know, I was like 10. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm born and raised Olympia. I know for a fact Seattle's got spitters. Like, who, who uh, you know shines in seattle in your opinion um it's tough though uh, right now i mean as far as because i don't things you know haven't been going on for a while but i mean and things have changed like a lot of the people that were doing things are now in la and things of that have moved you know like nacho and um i don't know where uh jarv is i don't know if jarv's still in seattle um if the gab mm-hmm. moved to LA, you oh, know what I mean? No. So, I mean, everybody still reps Seattle, I'm thinking, or maybe they were from LA in the first or wherever, you know, just like, so things have changed. I don't even know, to be honest, who's out here anymore doing their thing. But Lil Mosey, that's funny because uh, I feel like this, that, this generation, and I know this because my son, okay, Mosey used to play basketball with my son. And, oh, what? Okay. And, yeah, Sire's mom used to coach him, and he was the most quietest kid ever he didn't talk he was just and then for him to turn into what he turned into was mind-blowing but um this generation of kids if they're just into this this new rap and whatever they don't seem to know anything except like their immediate circle or who they're a fan of so he probably really thought that you know like i really am the only one popping because you know he was starting to blow up and da 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 and doesn't even because you got to have like an older a brother or sister to tell you about shit or your your parents are young enough to tell you about things and that like nicholas my son knows everything because he grew up with old dominion as a kid mm-hmm. and then you know so that he's he schools me on all the new stuff and keeps me in the know of that but at the same time he knows the other stuff so he can tell his friends like yo you don't even know that there's a whole nother world of rap you know and then he shows them like my stuff and Right. All that. And then they're like, whoa. And whether they're into it or not, they didn't even know it existed. And then there's other kids that never get introduced to that. So all they know is the immediate, you know, what they're dealing with. So I feel like he might be, he might fall into that. He had a bottle thrown at his head at a show, though, after he said that. So (laughs) that's, you know, kind of takes care of it. Rightfully so. Or it's just karma, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hey, you you got me jealous of, of your son because like to actually like know like old school and to be a part of the new school too. Like yeah. I feel like yeah, I agree with you 100% that most of the newer rappers that I I I 
you know, tend to work with, they aren't familiar with, you know, DJ Premier mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever, Wu-Tang, whatever I grew up listening to. And it's it sucks. Like, they don't know their history. And I feel like that's so important. Um, what do you think makes Seattle such a special place for artists? Um, just because Seattle's always uh, underestimated, you know, mm-hmm. no matter what. Like, it seems like, you know, Ben made it did really he's doing real well obviously you know shabazz i mean but he already you know diggable planet makes a lot but i mean just as a whole like still you hear seattle and it's just always you think of like you know nirvana and thing you know every rap group that comes to seattle plays teen spirit (laughs) to open their setup you know thinking like it's gonna excite everybody out here and it's like no you're the fifth one to do it this month you know (laughs) so um, I just think it's a slept on city no matter what. And like, there's so much stuff that, um, you know, vitamin D, Jake one, these guys have their hands in everything, you know, um, as far as other people's records and shit like that. And, and then like, just, uh, you know, I've been touring since 2000 worldwide, you know, doing my thing or whatever. So it's like, you know. And people be like, oh, Seattle, crazy, you know. It just never gets the, like, it's never the city that, you know, you. it, it didn't, like, Atlanta, you know, came and blew up. And Seattle's just, I don't know, It people just won't accept that there's dope-ass rap shit, you know. Right. So. And me being born and And Portland here. gets the same thing. So, I mean, same, yeah. Portland's got some of the best rappers ever. They always have for the last, you know, 25 years. And you just... Nobody knows it, you know. It's weird. It's like the industry kind of ignored this area a little bit. Which is so weird. I I feel like it would be the same as like New York or anything, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, we're just the opposite side. I don't know what makes our our states so secluded because there are even like dope rappers in Idaho and Montana too and yeah, they don't get sure. any recognition. Maybe they're just like, "Oh, they don't have a pro basketball team. How can they be fucking Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Really? You can't facilitate a fucking basketball team? Uh, What would you say are the major uh, Sonic, like sonically, what are the differences between uh, your solo work, Grayskull, and Dark Time Sunshine? Um, I don't know. Grayskull is like the calm in the storm. You know, JFK is like super animated, super, you know, and then I'm like the calm of it. When we first started making songs together it, we that was the thing we were like that was when like old dominion lived in the same house there was like 15 of us and we would just make three four songs a day and then um there got to a point where me and jay were like hey let's make some shit because it's gonna be weird like <laughs> it's gonna be like you being like crazy and me being like calm and maybe it'll work you know and it did mm-hmm. um so that's kind of our thing um and then um, my solo stuff is just, I don't know. It's just my solo stuff. I don't, I, people say it's weird and dark or whatever. I don't, I, I've never heard it that way. Really. Well, when I listen to the old shit, I'm like, yeah, what the, what was I thinking? Like I was on one for sure. Um, But, and then dark time sunshine's like, uh, Zavala and I just have this chemistry. I feel, you know, kind of like gang star or like, you know, any rapper, producer type duo that's been able to like make this kind of you know 
this feeling where you just hear it and you know it. You're like, oh, I know what that is, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like me and Zavala have that. And that's my favorite stuff to make for sure. Like, because it just does do that without any kind of thinking about it or anything. You know, it just, it has that to it. So I guess that's the best way I can explain it. For sure. Uh, you still talk with JFK? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here, and there, here and there, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have any plans to, to do any more stuff with Grayskull? We don't, we don't plan nothing. That's another thing. It's like. Sporadic. Yeah, it's just, yeah, like when we made Zenith, it was totally just like, um, decided like, yo, let's make a few songs and it, it turned into what it turned into. It's, it's our favorite Grayskull album. A lot, so there's still a lot of people out there that haven't really listened to it or know about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, we don't. I, 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 I don't plan anything, period, anymore, like, my, me, myself, like, I just let things kind of take shape, I used to plan everything, like, this is going to be the title, this is going to be the concepts, this is what it's going to look like, like, I used to completely, like, I don't go into anything like that now, I just let things take shape, so. For sure. Yeah. Any plans for a, an Old Dominion reunion? Like, I'm not talking, like, necessarily an album, but, like, I would love to see a show with, like, you, Smoke, Sleep, I mean, Pale yeah. Soul. That's a, I mean, just even, like, pl- thinking of a show isn't know, even a right? thing, kind of. I mean, just literally today, started poking around the idea of, like, a Chesky Dark Time Sunshine tour, hopefully in fall, you know, but the promoters are all on, you know, like, we got to see how these next few months go you know naturally but we're trying to be ahead of it as well to where like when things do become accessible to do even minimal you know at its most minimal to be out there and do it you know right yeah as as a promoter i 100 agree i don't like if you were to ask me like hey could you book a venue in the fall i'd be like i don't know yeah Mm -hmm. and uh on that note actually shout out nicholas oliver your agent yeah that dude that dude is amazing i actually want him on the show if 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 you're out there listening yeah that would be a good one i'm sure he's got i'm sure he's got some war stories and horrifying like (laughs) emails like hey this isn't working you know uh when do you think you'll be comfortable in front of a an audience again well i think i'd be fine with it now because i've never been comfortable all the way with one you know so it was weird doing the. It was way more weird doing the um, the stream we did the other day because it was literally two big ass white lights, and then uh, since it was green screen, everything had to be bright, and I had to just sit there and spit for an hour in front of these two bright lights, like a train was coming out me or something. So definitely rather rap in front of some folks, you know. Don't looking blame for, you looking, there. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm just going down the rest of my notes here. Um, the first time I had ever heard your name, I, it was when I was at an FYE, you know, this must've been God, I, I was at least 16 or 17. Cause I used to go to FYE and I used to look in the local section and, you know, this was even before I had ever heard of like gray school or even old dominion. And I found an album by an artist named birdie. And mm-hmm. it was, uh, the song, the ways of the world that featured Crazy. you. That's the first time you heard that me. was the first time I'd ever heard your name. Amazing. And rest, I didn't even rest really in peace, Bertie. rest in peace, Bertie. I never got to meet him. Uh, I do remember like reaching out to him on MySpace and, you know, being like, Hey, I really like your music. And at the time I was a rapper and, you know, it was yeah. like, yeah, I want to do shows and all this, but you know, I, I was young and whatever, but, um, you know, long story short, you know, um, 
that was the first time I had heard of you. Uh, what was your experience with working with Birdie on that song? Oh, was, that guy's a light. Like he was anybody that knows him knows that too. Like he's, he was a light in Seattle and just a really positive dope dude. And that was, and I, like that, that's why I did the song with him. Cause we got along really well just as friends and whatnot. But like our music, it would never another thing kind of like how me and JFK were, it was just like, you know, this is either going to work or it's going to suck, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was, it was fun. It was, yeah. Birdie's just an exceptional personality. Very, very cool dude. That was fun. That was a great time. The song came out cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when we were, you know, talking back and forth on MySpace. I had told him that he reminded me of LL Cool J, and I think he was just like <laughs> super flattered by then. <laughs> I never thought about that, but yeah, that's funny. I mean, just yeah, positive, very positive on the record, and mm-hmm. I mean, clearly off, you know, seeing like videos of him or whatever yeah. during that time. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning into the Cap City Presents podcast. I'm your host, uh, Andy Remex Moreno. Um, on our show today, we've had Henri Osborne of Gray School, Old Dominion, Dark Time Sunshine, many other projects. Um, I do want to uh, end off with a few questions for you. Uh, is there anybody you want to shout out on the show? Uh, just my my guys, uh, Progeny, um, Kyle, my manager. Um, uh, Matt Divide, these are all like my best friends. They had a lot to do with uh, fucking just getting through this last year and whatever. We kind of got tight knit once this happened, just to get it, each other through and formed a really tight circle, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, them obviously. Uh, my kids, Violet and Nicholas. Again, those two. They've been through so much shit at such a young age that just. Anytime I start feeling sorry for myself or whatever, I'm able to like just think about like what you know how they how strong they are, and then I'm you know it helps me get through things you know. For sure. And then just everybody that again that helped save V's life, you know, that's real shit. Like the the amount of uh, support was overwhelming, and I'll forever be grateful for that because it had a it did it had a lot to do with um her making it you know so word um any last words for anybody listening out there any uh wise words from Henri osborne i don't got no wise words i just <laughs> um check out lore hopefully it speaks to some part of your life in a positive way and that's about it appreciate appreciate just being here still you know doing doing my thing so and uh where can people follow you on the uh social medias well i'm on ig at on ozz717 facebook under i think it's Andre osborne um twitter on717 as well on ozz all that stuff i'm yeah ig i'm not on snapchat or tiktok or none of that yet I may have my kids do the TikTok shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel like they'll understand it way more than you and I both they, will yeah. combined. And it's, it's so lucrative, too. It's like I should just figure it out. But, yeah, I haven't 
haven't done it yet. Yeah, no, so. I have I have buddies that say like, "Why aren't you on TikTok, dude? You would get so many more followers." And oh, I'm like, yeah, I don't I know. Mean. And it's like I'm a promoter. Like, what am I gonna yeah. do? Like, come to the shows when they happen again. Yeah, please. yeah, like, it does, It's not lucrative. Music for me. blows up so quick though on there. It's insane. Like, right. That's how that dude Lil Nas X blew up. He like put some shit up and went to bed and woke up and it was viral the next day. Like. <laughs> And then there you have it. They make it look so easy. Yeah, right. Where was that shit in the 90s? Yeah. Uh, before we head out, do you have any questions for me? Mm-mm. All right. Just, again, appreciate you. Uh, I'm glad you dig the record, and thank you for having us. Yeah. Having me and Zavala in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Shout out Zavala. Yep. Shout out Chesky. Shout out to the, to the whole Fake Four Yeah, shouts out to and, all of them, obviously. Like, when you asked me about shout outs, I, was, I had already spoke on them, but yeah, no doubt. Shout out to them, all the fans, everybody that allows us to continue. Well, thank you all for tuning in to the Cap City Presents podcast. Be sure to follow me on uh, on all the social media platforms: Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Cap City Presents. And I will hopefully see you all next week. Have a good night, y'all. Later. Excuse my uh, allergy breathing. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>